0: Hello. We're dead. We, (laughs) Our brains are dead. We were trying to plan things for today for our recording day. And not only did I only give Whitney half of what I needed to say, like just half of the information resided in my brain. And I just was kind of like, podcast, food, does that sound good? And she was like... Where are we going? When are we meeting? And I was like, Did I not explain that to you? And she was like, No, you didn't. Yeah, Kelly gave me half of the information I needed. Yeah, but it was like literally like half sentences. And then I like tried to explain it to her and she was just like, Kelly, I like understand what you're saying, but I like can't absorb the information. Like, repeat it one more time. It
1: literally took us all morning just to be like, Oh, we're going to do what we normally do every Friday.
0: Yeah. It took um, a while to get that.
1: I actually got into like a small car accident on the way here on the freeway. Long story short, a trailer hitch made contact with my front license plate and I had to pull off on the side of the freeway. Things happened. Not a big deal. Not very much damage. But it was like a dude. And I was like, cool, I'm going to die here. But luckily it was still light out. The dude was nice. Was wearing a mask. Not a big deal. We exchanged information. No problem. But I was like... This is exactly how I thought today would go, because even before that, I had to get gas, and I fully pulled up into a Sam's Club gas station, waited in line, got up to it, stuck the card in, and then realized I had a Costco membership. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so then I had to, like, embarrassingly get back into my car and pull out and then go find a Costco.
0: I- I hope someone saw you do that. Oh, it was, oh, just like, it was, it was just a long a line.
1: They saw me for sure. So
0: basically, long story short, um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because our brains can only function for like maybe half an hour today. Maybe yeah. at
1: most. We're gonna. It's just you don't even want to he- like hear what we have to say right now because it's, it's just like, not great. Like
0: half coherent. <laughs>
1: Truly, I it's been such a weird week. And that's yeah. our first segment. Let's talk about how weird our weeks are. Um, um my grandma
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so let's just
1: jump right into this trauma. My grandma <laughs> has been very sick this week and my family's been dealing with it, and the like height of her sickness and like trying to get her hospitalized was um on my mother's birthday. Ooh, and my brother and sister in law came down for that day, and so we like they came down for my mother's birthday, and over the like two nights they were Ooh. here, they saw her for like an hour. Yeah, we're, like, sucks. nice. Uh, my grandma's doing better. It's, um, it's all right. We're,
0: yeah. we're, it's fine. Um, Send her all the good energy you can to everyone who's listening. My, I, my
1: hominy is an angel on earth.
0: Yeah. Well, no, like, I think, like, as much, like, I'm religious. Like, as much as I'm, like, prayer is a thing, I think just, like, sometimes just, like, having good energy and, like, Just being like, hey, this person's having a sucky day and they're having a bad time. I'm going to just, like, try to embody the most, like, joy and happiness and just, like, send send it it to them. I think it, like, works. Like I think there's something spiritual about that. Because when you were having, like, when you had COVID... Do you want me to talk about that? Oh, I don't care. Go ahead. Okay. I'm I'm um, out of it now. When you had COVID, I one of the days you were really really bad and I texted your roommate to be like, "Hey, is Whitney alive?" Well, cuz your roommate texted me. So, I had made plans to FaceTime you and apparently you were in a like feverish days and she texted me and she's like, "Is Whitney meeting you? And I was like, no, she has COVID. What are you yeah. talking about? And she said, apparently like you woke up and you're like, I gotta, I gotta see Kelly in 15 minutes. And <laughs> you just like passed out. And she yeah. was like, what does this mean? So she had to text me. So I was like, how's Whitney doing? And she was like, um, not great. She had a really bad night last night. And like, it was very worrying. Cause like, it's hard when like, you're not, there and it's like something so new and scary and like it was very worrying. I cried a little bit in a coffee shop parking lot. Surprisingly (sighs) I've done that like three times in the past like two months. But like (laughs) not great. Um it's been an interesting semester. But like I just like had a moment that day where I was like, look, I can be sad about this and like be worried for Whitney or I can just like have the best vibes and energy that I can, and just, like, hopefully send that to you, so I played the songs in my car that we always play whenever we're together, and just, like, had a good time, and it was actually really cool, because a few months later, or not a few months, it's only been, like, a month, like, a month later, you told me, like, literally that day, you just, like, started feeling a lot better, so I think, yeah, it, I think
1: it, it works. truly works, and that, like, is already an emotional day, you're gonna make me cry, but that's Aww. so sweet, it really does work, and, yeah. like, I don't know. That means a lot because I was very much in the mindset of like, I mean, this probably won't kill me. Oh my god! But like every once in a while, it got a little scary. So to know that people were like caring, you yeah. know, it was like that. Just it does mean a lot. And yeah. I'm fine. I'm out. At, we're we're good. Um, we're chilling. Uh, wear masks, y'all. That's yeah, all I can say masks. about that. Please. I wear was masks. wearing masks and yeah. uh,
0: like what happened? It still got you. Yeah. And I'm young and generally real-
1: healthy. So, like, do not think that you're immune.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, like, we both have been very, very safe. It was just during a time where, like, you were living in, like, a place that had very, very high COVID numbers, and it was during the, like, peak of when things were getting really bad again. Yeah. So it was just... It was, like, the same time where, like, literally so many people I know were, like, catching it, and even people that were being, like, extremely safe. Like, it was it was bad.
1: Yeah. So... I don't remember how we got there, but yes. Oh yeah, so yeah, send good energy to my grandma. Yeah, send
0: good energy. Um,
1: but yeah, I got, here's more, here's a funny story. I got <laughs> tattooed on Wednesday morning um, she did. by this Korean tattoo artist who was um guest spotting in LA, so it was kind of a last minute, like I'd had this design in my head before, but it was a last minute decision because she was like, I'm here for a month, if you want a spot, you gotta get in right now, and I was like, okay, Um. and I literally was in class on Zoom during getting my tattoo. If you want to know how being in school right now is, it's that. I was getting tattooed and I was on Zoom watching my lecture on my phone.
0: That's metal as hell.
1: I was like, "You know what? I want my attendance grade." <laughs> yeah. It was so funny, but she was the coolest person I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. That's she cool. her entire left arm was completely blacked out, like just completely tatted like isn't just a solid black and then she had this massive chest piece that was her whole chest and went up to her neck and it just had like a rhino head and then like ladies
0: ladies and i was like you're the coolest person i've ever seen in my life what's it fiona apple ladies (laughs) um so does that technically mean that she has like a sleeve or just one tattoo I don't know. You could see designs under it. Like, she had a sleeve before, and then oh. she made the choice to black it all out. It has that same, like, equation in my head where it's, like, if a bald man is washing his face, how far up does he go? Yeah. It's like, is water wet? Yeah. This is not the questions to be asking us when we're, like, half brain dead, but, yeah, like, I, I can barely do basic math, and I'm just like... Because now that's
1: actually really bugging me. It's very, me. very real. Is that, a, is that a sleeve, or is that it's a one-solid, one or is... Oh, my God.
0: We're going to put that as a poll for... for The week that this airs.
1: Yeah. Misa, I hope you see it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
0: also post a picture of your tattoo, too.
1: Yeah, totally. It's It's making a cutie little ink sack right now. Um, I just scheduled my
0: first tattoo. Whoa! I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. She's really sweet. She's very, very nice. I also... Okay, so if you know me or have just seen podcast Instagram. I spell my name differently. My name is K-E-L-L-E-Y. My parents wanted to save money by never having to buy me those souvenir things with your name on them. <laughs> nice. But always wanted to tempt me with a good time with the ones that are always like K-E-L-L-Y. Yeah. Um, so I take notice when people don't spell my name correctly. It kind of bothers me a little bit, but I'm like, I mean, I get it. Like autocorrect's a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like oh, so many people don't spell my name correctly. Like, professors don't spell my name correctly, which, like, sounds like, okay, who cares? But, like, I go to a very small school where, like, in, like, my grad program, in a class, you can have literally, like, maybe four to six students, and that's pretty normal. So, like, the professors should kind of know you a little bit. So, professors don't always spell my name right. Fellow students don't always spell my name right. Um, So, when people do take the time to spell my name right, I always notice. And I noticed in her after I, like, inquired to, like, book, she emailed me back and she spelled my name correctly. And I was like, you're a professional for noticing that. Yeah. yeah. That's very kind, truly. Yeah. I'm really excited. So, first week of May, I coincidentally ended up being the same week as my birthday, so I guess it's going to be a little a little birthday present to myself. Yeah. So, it's going to be fun. Truly. I'm really excited. It's going to be great. It's going to...
1: Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you because I'm really tired of the annoying... College people who aren't. Tattoos hurt. Yeah. But you sink into the pain after a few minutes. Yeah. And if you have a distraction, it's fine. Like my first tattoo, my artist literally held a conversation with me and my mom and my sisters
0: the entire time. See, okay. (laughs) People that know me are going to laugh when I say this because. I love telling this story because I feel like a badass when I say it, even though there's like literally nothing else that's like badass about me. I got my that is wis- not true. I got my wisdom teeth taken out without being put to sleep. And I only just recently found out and I was telling my mom about it. She's like, do you also not realize that that was kind of a big deal? Because you had the most, con- what? You had the most complicated class of the surgery. There's four different types of wisdom teeth extractions. Um I had the most difficult one and I was awake the entire time that this was happening all four of my wisdom teeth. Yeah. Um so I'm going to say I am probably mediocre at going through like traumatic body <laughs> events uh like things like that. Yeah. So hopefully that'll get me through. I also just like have grown up having problems with like acne and like that sounds really weird but I do think that like changes your pain tolerance when you have like Yeah. really Bad broken out skin yeah. because it like, hurts. Like, you can
1: do it, obviously. Like, yeah. there's no question, but it's just like. It hurts, but like, I'm not like. Worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- yeah, obviously. Do not let the pain deter you from getting one. Just be prepared because people like to be awful and they don't want to look weak, so they're like, oh, the tattoos don't even hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, it's an. Uh, it hurts.
0: <laughs> it's a needle going to your skin. It's going to hurt.
1: Yeah, but you just sink into it and then you, like, don't even notice. Yeah. So then. And it's so worth it. It's literally so worth it. Yeah, so I'm very I'm very
0: excited. That is so exciting. Yay.
1: That's how our weeks have been. I yeah. got a tat. Kelly's gonna get a tat. Yeah. We love to see it. Our
0: parents are just, like,
1: so very Our parents are very just so <laughs> proud of us. A- well, here's what I brought up to my mom. I literally listed off everything I think I'm doing okay at in life. <laughs> I was like, I have a job. I have savings. I'm in school. I'm about to graduate with my degrees. Like... I have a, so- like, I have good people in my life. This isn't, like, a bad influence thing. I'm like, yeah. if the worst thing I'm doing is getting a petite, flowery tattoo that I am paying for myself, I don't see, like, I think I yeah. could be doing much, much, much
0: worse. I will say, I, my parents were very, well, my dad was, I think, a little bit more, like, okay with, <laughs> Mine like, too, tattoos, <laughs> Mine too. but my, my mom was very, like, not okay with it. I mean, I think it's more just, like... It's our parents' generation. Like, I don't yeah. blame them for it. Like, we're going to have probably things that we, like, freak out about and our kids are just like, this is fine. Like, you yeah, don't need yeah, not freak yeah. out about it. I think every generation goes through that with something. Um. So my parents have gotten, like, a little bit more, I think, okay with it. And mm-hmm. I think also because, like, my first one, like, the meaning behind it, there's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, meaning behind it. And, like, sorry if you just heard my phone buzz. Um. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, meaning behind it and, like reason why I'm getting it. So I'm very excited. Um, we'll post a picture of it once it happens. Yeah. And it's like,
1: parents make a big deal out of it because it's permanent, but then you get it, and then nothing in life actually really changes too much. Yeah. And so it's, like, not that big of a deal. Yeah.
0: Because
1: that's what happened with my grandma. She was mad for a day, and then, like, we just don't ever talk about or bring up my tattoo again.
0: What did she say about this one?
1: She hasn't seen it. Oh. <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> oh, I feel really Awful. <laughs> No, no, no. She, uh, she's like, <laughs> oh, I needed a laugh today. I truly needed to laugh today. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> you're so okay. Explain, she... explain, to
0: them why I would be asking that.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. She just, uh, I don't live at home right now, and so that's why I don't see her all the time. And uh, she was in the hospital for a couple of days, but um. She's fine. It's fine. We're fine. That's amazing. <laughs> but no, I haven't been home since she's gotten home. And so, um... She's not seen it, and I'm not excited. So I'm just gonna keep avoiding that as long as I can. Because also, my first... Just
0: wear... Okay, because it's, like, a little bit of It's on yeah, my thigh. It's on my thigh. Um, just wear, like, mom shorts that, like, like Oh! Bermuda's. oh I'm gonna start... Oh, no!
1: <laughs> oh, my God. What are they called? What are the, like... Capris? capris? Capris. I'm only wearing capris. Or bermudas. Those are the ones that go like to like your knee, basically. Well, here's the issue. My first tattoo had nothing to do with my family or my grandma, so my grandma felt no responsibility for it. This was done in a cr- traditional Korean style by a Korean artist for my grandmother, who's Korean, and so I got flowers for her and my mom, and so I'm a little bit scared this time, because before it was like, this has nothing to do with you, and now I'm like, this has everything to do with you. <laughs> so, like,
0: um... Yeah.
1: I'll cross that bridge. It's been a It's gonna, been a bad enough day I'll cross that bridge when I get
0: there. I'm going to get um a jar of salsa on my arm oh. to commemorate your grandma because that her grandma makes the best oh, salsa ladies and gentlemen it's so good whitney brought me some when i was like when i was like home alone house sitting for my parents for like a week and i ate all of it in like two days and it was like a full jar of salsa like i ate that for literally every single meal
1: i don't know why my korean grandmother makes such bomb pico de gallo salsa it's so but good like she the reason she even does it is because she grows tomatoes and bell peppers and onions and jalapenos she like grows her own salsa ingredients every summer and so then we just have a surplus of tomatoes so we just have a period of life where we just eat nothing but marinara sauce and salsa (laughs) And so, and there's always enough to share. So I'm like, "Kelly, it's always
0: really good. It's Salsa very season. it's very spicy too." But like, oh, yeah, I'll my be, grandma's... like, full on like just tears are falling down my face as I'm like eating it. My mouth is numb, but I'm just like it's too good to my not. My grandma's it.
1: spice tolerance blows my mind. Yeah, it's really good. That's being an Asian for you. Yeah.
0: But that's our weeks. Those are our weeks. What a um what do we want to cover real quick? So, I think We're coming up on the one year anniversary of when we got sent home because of the pandemic. So I like, it's been really interesting getting all of like my Snapchat memories and I'm just like, oh boy, they did not know what was coming. Yeah. We had no Um, clue. Yeah. And seeing like how many people we were hanging out with like before just because like it was so normal. And like now I'm like, ah, that gives me so much anxiety to see that many people in one room together. Zoe
1: and I were at a concert about two weeks before we got sent home. Yeah.
0: Like in the crowd. uh, Well, we went to... So, our school is lame, and they had, like, school dances, like we were still in high school. I think they were a little bit fun, but, like... No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's my attitude towards it. If you understand this is lame, it, it was so much more fun. If you're just like, this is so stupid, it's literally like we're in high school... It was fun because it was like $5 and just a night of just entertainment and acting like teenagers again. So it was fun. And like, I found out apparently some people try to have like anti dances. And I'm like, okay, that's even worse than yeah, that's just like, like that's going. Dumber. Like, that's, that's, t- um, yeah. um. So like, it was, it was fun. It was like an excuse to schedule stuff with your friends. They normally have like venues in like LA. Um. So at this dance, they, did not book a place large enough for how many people went. Like they oversold tickets because I don't think they thought everyone was gonna be there that early. It was so packed in there. It was bad. It had its own like temperature in the room. Like the room was humid. You could see like it it was was like so sweaty. Yeah, it was so sweaty. The floors were just floors were slick. Like it literally looked like someone had just mopped the floors like, all the girls, our hair was completely soaked. Like, it looked like we took a shower because it was so hot. The last time I've been, like, that sweaty at, like, an event was literally when we were at, like, the Frights concert, and that was, like, in a pit full of people. The frights can... Yeah, we don't like the Frights. to go just, die in a hole, This but... was, like, three or four years ago yeah. before everything came out about them, but, um, yeah, like... The walls were, like, dripping with sweat. It somebody was so Somebody broke that mirror disgusting. table. you remember that? Yeah. Some chick or somebody was just dancing on this mirrored table and, they and broke, broke it. it. We went a little crazy. That dance was so crazy. The girls' so bathroom crazy. broke. Yeah, the girls' bathroom broke and completely flooded. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was
1: oh, honestly was, really fun. That like, was the night I ran the red light slowly. <laughs> it was that night.
0: Yeah, so, Whitney, we were at this, like, stoplight I in LA. I told it in another podcast. Did
1: we? Yeah. That's why I was like, throwback.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I want to apologize.
1: I've brought up my issues with Boston and New York and geography on two separate podcasts. Yeah. I would like to reference and apologize for that. So,
0: in high school, we had a teacher who, like, senior year of high school, like, came up to us and was like, hey, I feel like you guys need to know that you guys are the human version of the old man Muppets, where they just, like, talk really incoherently together and then, like, laugh and nod. And, like, it's really funny to watch because you know you aren't fully understanding it. And the older we've gotten, the more I'm just like, that's too really accurate. accurate. So yes, yeah, like
1: we will just retell each other the same stories and laugh. And now you guys are just wrangled into it. So I'm yeah. sorry about
0: that. See, I don't, I really feel like they should make an exception and let us live in like 60 plus like apartment housing. Oh, I'd Because we'd, we'd blend in so well. I would absolutely thrive. Yeah, I think they would love us. Anyways. um, Yeah, so that's what we were doing like Two weeks before we got sent home, which is disgusting because it was so nasty. COVID existed. The US just had decided to not do anything about it yet. (laughs) Yeah. That dance was so disgusting. We were really, really gross from it, Um, which is like horrifying to think back on. But something I've been thinking about recently is what would you tell yourself if we could go back a year in time um, and could tell yourself something to like be prepared for the pandemic?
1: Hmm. The two things that come to mind are if I was like talking to my pre pandemic self, I would be like, hey, those opportunities where it's like you and your friends just randomly are like, let's go do this thing and not care about anything else and just have a good time. Do those as often as you can. Like, assignments can be redone or they can be late and your grade won't suffer as much as you think it will. But like, go do that thing while you can right now. Because now that you can't, it's, like, it's painful sometimes. Like, those first couple months of quarantine were, like, literally our friend Jonathan had to fully move back to Arkansas. And then Kelly, our friend Purdy, and I are literally off ramps
0: away we are five to ten minutes away we from could, each other we could almost walk to our house i mean it'd be like a good hour walk but like we could yeah. almost walk to each other and like
1: houses. the three of us didn't see each other for months because it just wasn't safe and then my roommate lexi because we all have this like little group chat um she was up at her home in sacramento and like that sucked yeah that sucked it was, so it was bad rough. the fact that we like even if we could see them they were hours to days away yeah. was painful, and then the fact that us three were so close to each other, but then couldn't see each other because it wasn't safe, was its own type of painful, yeah. so it's, like, I don't know, yeah. just, like, cherish your friends, Yeah, friends are so important, and, like, pandemic has
0: taught me that. Yeah, I think, so, something that I, it was actually, like, this, like, weird, kind of, like, prophetic moment I think was when I was working retail right before that school year had started and I had this moment where like I was literally in a dressing room and I was just like man I can't wait for this job to be over I can't wait to start school again like it's gonna be such a great semester I had so much stuff planned like really exciting stuff I was waiting for and I just like had this moment of being like don't waste the time you have now waiting for what's coming next like even if it's Mm. horrible sit in this right now and I feel like that it's like very spooky to like look back on and then realize like what time period that was like speaking into and yeah. like being like oh my gosh like you're right because all those things i was excited for it literally disappeared in the course of like 24 hours because of like everything yeah. getting shut down our school decided to handle this not super great, and they were like, "So we're sending you home, and also all these things are getting canceled, and also like all this stuff is happening, and like blah blah." In one email, so like it was so much to process, that was like what was going truly on. Truly, the
1: worst email I've ever received in my entire life. I
0: had to read it like three or four times to even like understand what was getting canceled and like what wasn't gonna happen, and like it was rough because um, like
1: school shut down, move out, everything you've ever been excited for is canceled.
0: Yeah, and then it's like, like every nice. single organization trip. Um, conference everything was canceled Which, all like, in the same email
1: Obviously that needed to happen COVID is serious but that's just a painful thing to go through at once Yeah it was
0: it was a little too much to put in one email and they maybe should have broken it up It was to the point where like I literally would have like such a pit in my stomach anytime I would see our school name on an email come up like when they would just do like regular you know, school announcements. I still do even yeah, when it scares see, me a little bit When it's an
1: email that's like from the office of the president I'm like huh I'm
0: like oh, I'm like what's canceled now <laughs> I'm like oh no oh no Yeah and then it's just like scholarships. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That is like, thanks. So that was definitely, um, I think I would tell myself, um, it's going to be bad. It's going to be rough and it's going to be a little bit scary, but also like, don't lose the moments of joy that are still going to be happening in that time. Like there's going to be a lot that you're going to learn and a lot that you're going to be grateful for to like have experienced. um, And it's
1: like, it's something you can't change. Like some life circumstances, you can change and so therefore it's a little bit of a different situation but you can't change the fact that we're in a pandemic right now yeah. so like give yourself grace to like not sink into that feeling because it's like you can't do anything like if you're no. being safe and you're doing the best you can that's all you can do so
0: i feel like i was talking to like kind of a mentor person like this week and he was telling me that um like he felt like I just have really learned how to embody the idea of like, you can only take care of other people if you take care of yourself first. And I was like, that's literally like the result of this pandemic. Like I learned that like, you know, everyone's struggling right now. I can't be the person that saves everyone. The best thing I can do is take care of myself so that when things are too overwhelming for the people around me, I know that I'm taken care of and that I can like go and help them. And like, learning that like sometimes like i i've talked about this with like mm-hmm. self care sometimes it's literally like this week i just was so like mentally exhausted from how much work i needed to do that i was just like working out not going to happen this week it's just not going to happen you need the extra 30 minutes of sleep in the morning and just like let your body rest and mm-hmm. like not do anything and like i would not have been like that i think before this because i'm just like life is too short to live um where you're forcing yourself to be uncomfortable if you don't need to be obviously yeah. like that comes with a lot of like privilege and like being able to make those decisions because not everyone's in a place to be able to make those kinds of si- of decisions but learning to prioritize what is healthy in life and like what is not has been really important yeah yeah also I have learned with just my parents um their jobs like shifting around and like my dad's a teacher and just like him having to go like online learning the importance of not making your job your identity because it was very difficult for I think a lot of people to kind of have that major shift and not also be having an identity shift with it. Mm hmm. And like, I realized it was a lot easier for him to be able to just take it as like, this sucks, but this is what we got. And this is how we're going to, we're just going to roll with it and do the best that we can with this year and this school year. And that was because my dad has very much embodied learning how to like, not make his job, like his identity. Like, yeah, it's a means to an end to provide for his family. But like, his identity is like him being a father and like being himself, like that comes first. And I think that made it a lot easier for him. And I learned a lot he, from that. He has his own energy. Yeah, my dad has a very like, specific energy. Have I've never guys... thought of it till right
1: now, but when you said, like, his identity in himself, I was like... Okay,
0: don't say my name. <laughs> this... I just blew that out. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, just, put... just put... Oh, Yeah,
1: I'm um, sorry. Um, um, Kelly's father <laughs> really does
0: have it, like, I'm like, he does have an identity. Like, when my... you, oh my when you say his name, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad are very much, like, the same person. If you guys have ever seen Parks and Recreation, my dad is Ron Swanson. Yes. They're the same person. It's scary. It's really scary. It's actually really funny. I make my dad just watch, like, specific episodes with Ron Swanson. He's making a pyramid of greatness for our family. Yeah. Like, they're the exact same person. It's actually very funny. It's
1: fantastic. Yeah. Which I love. Side tangent. I love when, like, daughters... Are, or just, like, female-presenting people are, like, the carbon copies of their fathers
0: in good yeah. ways. Yeah. Like,
1: I love that, because it's always, like, like, father like son, and I'm like, yeah. no, I am my father, and I think it's hilarious.
0: No, it's actually really funny. Well, okay, this is not funny, but, like, after, like, Kobe <laughs> passed away, like, it was really sad, and I think it was, like, really... Like seeing everyone talk about like him like being like a girl dad, and I think it was really sad that a lot of people were pointing out that like a lot of dads wanted to be a girl dad for like a few months and then it like fell off of, like a yeah. train. And I'm just like, dude, my dad has been a girl dad since like I've been born. Oh, yeah. Like he's always just been a girl dad. <laughs> like that's my, just always been our relationship.
1: My dad is all
0: for it. Yeah, it's so sweet. We are gonna do a dad cast at some point for sure. Our dads. Energy together. Is oh, so interesting. Kelly and I, if you want to
1: know why Kelly and I are so great at being friends and scheming, yeah. in high school, in our AP government class, we had a mandatory trip to the Ronald Reagan, Reagan Library, and we both said, You know what would be hilarious? Let's ask our dads to chaperone so then they have to hang out and we can hang out with them. And immediately, as soon as
0: we got into our car... They they became, like, best friends. It was so great. Best friends. We were dying laughing. So when Whitney... When they got sent home... So since I was a commuter, I didn't have to move out. And my dad... Got, like, two weeks off of school, and he was, like, so psyched about it, and he was like, if any of your friends need help moving out, since a lot of them can't fly their parents out, we have a truck, we'll help them move their furniture or wherever they need to go, take one less thing off their, Mm -hmm. one more thing off their plate. So, our friend Jonathan, we helped him move his couches, which is great, and then your roommate's parents weren't able to come down, so you guys were scrambling, and my dad was like, we'll go help them. Which was... generally one of the kindest things in the entire world. This was when we I had was a like a fun time. It was yeah. actually a, a fun day. Yeah. But we were cracking up because our dads collaborate too well. Like there was a oh. spider in her living room and they both had to work together to catch it. It like, was beautiful. It was so funny. It was like you grab the cup and then I'll stand here and then I'll open the door. And we're just like, why is this a two person job?
1: Yeah. Or like watching them load up the storage unit was magic.
0: It was so funny. It was It was amazing. the most, like, wholesome masculinity I've ever seen in my life. Truly.
1: And that's how my dad is. And I feel like your dad is in, yeah. like, in their own ways. Like, I don't know, girl dads
0: are just a different breed. They're adorable. It's it very fun. sweet. I just love that they were like moving this heavy furniture. And it was just me, your mom, Lexi, and your little sister eating like fudge pops. Oh
1: yeah, my mom was like, finish these fudge pops, they won't save. So like we were just sitting there eating popsicle after popsicle and our dads are like moving boxes and couches.
0: <laughs> we're, they're like carrying a whole couch like down a flight of stairs and Whitney and I both have like one kitchen chair between the two of us <laughs> following
1: them. Well, what also added to the chaos of that day was Lexi and I caught a baby squirrel.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
1: And by caught, we mean we heard this little baby squirrel screaming, (laughs) and then we realized it was injured, and then it crawled up into Lexi's hand, because Lexi has a weird Disney princess energy towards woodland animals. And then I want... Oh, actually, I'm glad your dad wasn't here for this, because I feel like he would (laughs) have taken my dad's side. My dad immediately started yelling at me when I walked into the apartment, and I was like, look what I'm holding. And then it was a baby squirrel. He's like, you're gonna get rabies! And he got so mad. He's like, put that down. I was like,
0: where? I was like, it's a baby squirrel! And and then as we were, like, putting furniture away in your storage unit, we, like, had your sister put on that, like, giant inflatable dinosaur costume, too, and she oh. was just scootering around. Like, around this storage unit, at, like, sundown, and then I took Snapchats of all of these, and somehow they were the most cinematic looking Snapchats I've ever taken. Oh, they looked great. Something about just like the lighting and the clouds in the background. You should add so the funny. Jurassic
1: Park uh, music over it. Like, yeah. do
0: do do. No, 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 doo, but like the really doo. bad one on like the flute where it's like do do do. Yeah.
1: Life just, uh.
0: That's what I mean. Sometimes. Finds a way. You know what? Things can be horrible, but like sometimes you can just find little pockets of joy, and it's okay.
1: And it's like, you know, it's fine. Well, it's okay. We'll be okay. It's really fine. And, like, this is going to sound really stupid, but I actually, like, 100% mean this. Like, it's so cliche, but good, like, I don't want to say darkness always comes right before the dawn, but just the idea of you go through something really rough... But, like, it's not gonna be rough forever, so, like, we may feel like we're at rock bottom right now, but the only other direction is up.
0: To, like, paraphrase what you just said, the, like, song that's really been getting me through the past, like, few (laughs) weeks is literally just Rain On Me by Lady Gaga, because I feel like that really embodies the, like, the point in our life where we're at right now. Like, would I rather... Be dry? Yes, I would, but we can just dance in the rain and feel. Okay, I feel like I'm like a 30 year old millennial right yeah, now. So no, speaking, I'm just gonna stop.
1: No, I keep thinking what I've been saying to myself in my head is just the quote from the crow where he's like, "It can't rain all the time." Rain, rain all the time. And it's true. Like it's raining right now, but it cannot physically it's, it's rain for like the rest of our raining. lives. It's not lives. Right. It's not
0: actually raining right now.
1: <laughs> you distracted me, and I said lives with like a very thick southern drawl. I was like lives. <laughs>
0: Okay. So I do need to ask, since we've been on like Zoom University, this is our last <laughs> little segment, what is the dumbest thing you've done on Zoom so far? Because I have some really funny
1: ones. Okay, besides zooming in via tattoo, <laughs> that was more like hell yeah, rather than yeah. like funny. Um last semester cause or like
0: the, just stupid or yeah, funny things yeah. you've seen on Zoom.
1: Um ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll ask Lexi later if she wants me to cut this out. But, um, Lexi was on a work meeting with, um, a crush and her boss. And privately messaging people can be a little bit tricky because sometimes you private message the wrong person. Yeah. And she private messaged, you're so cute, in all caps, to her (laughs) boss (laughs) mid Zoom meeting. Oh, no. And, um,. It's just beautiful. I think that's hilarious. Okay, so um funny. me personally, the one that comes to mind is last semester Kelly and I were on Zoom a lot cuz we couldn't really safely meet up whereas now we've perfected I mean, we're doing a podcast right now so we're seeing each other. I'm
0: fully vaccinated now just to like add some like reassurance that we're I, not just being stupid. Yeah, I
1: survived COVID. So until I can get the vaccine, I'm very low on the list, like I'm technically immune for a bit.
0: For a bit. So just a bit.
1: Yeah, so I'm not a high on the list to get the vaccine people I'm trying, but um Uh so anyways, last Mr. Kelly and I were zooming a lot together because that's how we could hang out. And we would always set ridiculous things as our background. And one of my favorite pictures of all time is this killer whale coming out of the water and he has a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real picture of a real killer whale and then a real like like gun. Photoshopped Photoshopped on. on.
0: It is But like badly photoshopped. So
1: funny. And so that was my background, and then Kelly and I had this day where we thought we didn't have class, and then five minutes before, a professor announced, he's like, actually, please zoom in in five minutes anyways. Yeah, it, it, we,
0: like, already so freaked out.
1: I was not prepared to do that, and so I had no idea what my Zoom looked like, and I zoomed in to class with the whale. It was a high, it was a 480 contemporary literary criticism class yeah. with the professor I have so much respect so for. Mu-
0: he's fantastic. I zoomed
1: in with that picture. <laughs> And he was like, "You have to keep that up the rest of class." Yeah. Luckily,
0: he thought it was really funny. He's
1: like, "Email me that photo." Yeah.
0: He's he's really he was someone where like we didn't know his personality super super well yet, and we found out that like on top of just being incredibly smart and like cool, being a fantastic professor, like he's also just a cool person and like was genuinely a very kind person. And so he delves into talking about
1: all these theories. Like, brilliant. Just, you hear him talk, and it's almost like you don't even know what he's saying. That's how brilliant he He is.
0: He made me cry, though, in one of the classes because of the theory that we were talking about. Yeah. I'll talk about that at some point when I just, like, completely broke down crying that day because I found out that we're never fully our real selves.
1: Yeah, that's rough. But he's, like, talking about that sort of stuff, and I'm sitting there with the whale
0: and the shotgun, and I was like, (laughs) nice. That was a good time. Um, I had a girl in my like graduate class. This was the same class with the same professor. Just it was a graduate version of the class. We were focusing on more like specific literary criticism. And this girl zoomed in, and like we were having really bad winds in Southern California, as so people were getting their power shut off. This girl, her power was shut off, and she gave her entire final presentation, like fifteen minute presentation, by candlelight. I have so That's much respect so for so amazing, was so incredible to see. That blows my mind. Yeah. I have accidentally private messaged, like, someone like private messaged me to be like, your hair looks so cute. And I didn't realize that my professor turned off private messaging for only like half of us for some reason. Mm -hmm. So I accidentally like private messaged the entire class back. And that was really embarrassing.
1: Oh, no, that happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: I, the last time I was on. Just gets wonky. Yeah, the
1: last time I was on my Zoom, I could private message like three people and that's it. And I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, why only these three people can I private message? Because I was yeah. trying to tell my friend in that class, hey, I'm literally mid-tattoo right now. But I couldn't yeah. private message them. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Sucked.
0: Yeah, that's what I've learned. You gotta just text people. Like, it's so scary trying to private message on Zoom.
1: You may message your boss.
0: Yeah. And inadvertently yeah, call them cute. It. Whoops. So fun. I'm trying to think of, like, any other, like, dumb things I've done on Zoom.
1: There was that recently, I mean, this wasn't us, but that judge who zoomed into Zoom court With as a, a cat, cat and he's like, I'm not a cat, and the other judge is like, yes.
0: Yes. Okay, he was like, I promise I'm not a cat, and he's like, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: funny. Um... That's how life feels right now. I feel like I'm zoomed in as that cat filter, and there's nothing I
0: can do about it. One of my professors, it's really funny, and I have to, like, hold it together not to, like... <laughs> cry laughing in class but her dogs will like jump up on her couch with her and she like shoves them off oh but like she shoves them very aggressively so you just hear her she's like get off and it's like a loud like thud (laughs) (sighs) and I tried so hard not to like laugh in class because I'm just like oh my gosh that's yeah I had one professor that was just full-on like I built a shed for zooming in
1: that kills me (laughs) every time my kids
0: are loud
1: I want a reason to have a shed in my backyard for something.
0: We have a shed, but it's like a little scary. That
1: sounds like the beginnings of a serial killer. That's not what I meant. I just want like a, like an art shed.
0: No, I want like a pottery shed. Oh, that'd be so cool. My dad is, my dad is, he's, what am I trying to say? My dad is trying to convince me to like live at home longer. And he's like, I'll build you a pottery shed. And I was like, that's like convincing Chris, but that's enticing. It's very enticing. Yeah. I have not built up the courage to zoom from my hammock yet. It's too late now. Like I don't like my think classes so. are all at night. So oh yeah, that like would started. be weird if you were zoomed there, in at night. There is one guy in my class who like would zoom from like his outdoor patio, but like he just wouldn't move and it would start getting dark. So it would just get progressively more dim on his zoom meeting, and then he was just talking in the dark, and I was like, dude, there was please go inside with a the
1: lamp. There's a kid in my one of my classes right now who and it's not, it's not your fault. Do what you need to do. But he has to work during our class. Yeah. and But he zooms in and, like, pays attention. Like, he's, hey, he's a great him. student. I love him. But he works at a bike shop. So oh. we just get a full view of a bike shop during class. And he's, like, working on stuff. Like, one time he was just wearing a bike helmet. And I'm like, I, you're...
0: You know what? I was, like, mad respect. That's fair. There was a girl... It was actually really cute. She was talking in class. And she had to go sit out, like, on her on her porch because she had like roommates and they were doing something and the mail lady came up. She was like in the middle of talking on her Zoom class and the mail lady came up and she was like, hi. She was like, you just moved in. Like, what's your name? And like having this full conversation <laughs> with her while we're on Zoom with her and our professor was just laughing and he was like, that was really wholesome.
1: The amount of times my grandma has come into my Zoom meetings is unreal.
0: Yeah, that's always really funny. That
1: was what was hard about the end of last semester when I was at home. Yeah. So I was like, grandma.
0: I was like, yeah, your dad would also come in and say hi sometimes. Yeah,
1: he would, like, have... She would, like, feed me tangerines. Yeah. And I was like, Grandma, I'm in class. I was like, just <laughs> hand me the tangerines. Like, do you want to hear how insane this woman is? One time, she got so pumped about our neighbors bringing over, um, like, their homegrown tangerines. I forgot to lock the bathroom door while showering. And this... My grandmother, my halmony reached her hand into my shower and tried to hand me a tangerine and I was like this really is not the time to be snacking
0: (laughs) no one time I went over to Whitney's house and like I've just learned when your grandma offers food just say yes just say I just just learned that's like a, a very like white household thing to do is to just be like no I don't like it's I've, like other cultures, just say yes. Like it's like take the food. Yeah, yeah. So she came in and she asked us. She's like, "Do you guys want pears?" Which are like Korean pears. If you've never had them, it's a mix between an apple and a pear. That's the only way I can describe. Go the get them. They'll them. change your They're life. They're very good. I really like them. But um, she's like, "Do you guys want pears?" And we had like just had lunch. We're like, "No, we're good." And then she came back with two bowls of pears, sets them on Whitney's desk, goes to leave, and very dramatically turns back, looks at us, and goes, "Pears are okay." And then left. Yeah, so we say that to each other a lot. All the time. Lot. Yeah. That's what I'm going to get as a tattoo. I'm going to get a jar of salsa and then put pears are okay That is it.
1: so niche. <laughs> That's so good.
0: I, like, would consider getting
1: a pear. But yeah, like, food is just such a hospitality thing yeah. that it's like, even if you don't eat it, just accept it. And even yeah, if yeah. you set it down and don't eat it, whatever. Because, like, one time she tried to pass off Girl <laughs> Scout fin mints I
0: forgot about that. as
1: home-baked cookies to my high school like, the person I was dating in high school. Yeah. My grandma's like, Whitney's mom made these. And I was like, no, those are actual Thin Mints. <laughs> it was so... And then my grandma left, and then they were like, hey, did your grandma just try to pass off these
0: Thin Mints as home-baked? And I was like, yes, just eat them and shut up. <laughs> Never... Um, Tell them about the story with Tyler.
1: Oh, in high school, we were doing a Spanish project, and, um, like, four people had to come over to my house. And one of them was Tyler... And what an a sweetheart. Yeah, he's Tyler is sweet person. Tyler is one of those people I'm like, man, good men exist because Tyler exists.
0: Yeah.
1: We love you, Tyler. Um <laughs> I hope yeah. you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Um but um so he was the only dude that came over and there was a group of us girls. And so my mom got us like f- three little Caesars pizzas.
0: Um, the go to high school food. Yeah. Go to college food. We would we gave the yeah. little Caesars near our college a lot of money. Yeah.
1: And so my grandma did not care how much we ate, but she just kept putting slices of pizza on Tyler's plate. Yeah. And Tyler was like, Whitney, I can't, he's like, I can't eat all these. And I was like, <laughs> just put them- Cause like he would eat a piece and then she put another one on. He he ate like four or five pieces and he still had to put some back. Cause my grandma was like, she just loves when dudes eat she again. Likes
0: feeding you just an
1: Asian grandma thing. Like she just loves to watch yeah. people eat, especially like young men. She's like, oh, they need food, yeah. and man, she just goes wild. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like we that's should cool. end on a high note. Yeah, I
0: feel like that's it. My stomach is growling. Can you hear it? Yeah, we should. We're going to go get some food. We're going to go get some vegan food. I haven't had a milkshake. Some vegan fast food. I haven't had a milkshake in like two years, and I'm going to go get one tonight, which is why we're cutting the podcast short. So I guess this is goodbye. 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 I'm going to go get a milkshake now. Woo. Yay.